Hello. Welcome to Siblings. And Fandoms. I'm Noah. And this is Maddie. And this is recorded with a new mic. We're not quite completely figured out how to use it, so yeah. Be prepared. It has some effects on the episode. (laughs) (laughs) So, in today's episode, we will be talking about franchise longevity, I guess, and its problems. And basically, what I mean by that is when there's a standalone movie and then the studio behind that movie sees that the movie makes a bunch of money. So, they make another Another one. Yay. Even when there's no place for the story to go. Cars 2. Yes. Cars 2. Secret agents! But cars. What could go wrong? Yay. Uh Yeah. So, I don't know where we're going to go with this, but I figure we may as well start with some examples of good franchises. Like, which? I mean, you know... There's a particular one that I think of when I hear the word movie franchise, and it, like, started 11 years ago about a man made of a metal, and the end game happened this year. Marvel? Yeah, that one. So, that's a good franchise because they started out maybe not entirely knowing you know what they were doing but they went into it with the with the intent of making a shared universe yeah so they weren't like here's a movie oh it did well oh we have to make another one oh uh, here. Here's a new thing. Um, so yeah, Marvel. The first three Star Wars had, were planned out pretty well. Um, BBC had some good stuff. I'm pretty BBC? Sure. BBC. I mean, like... Yeah, television shows generally avoid this problem. Not always, but generally they do. Are you good? Yeah. Okay. This is really messing with me. Why is it messing? Uh, I don't know. Maybe because. I'm hearing my own voice as I'm talking different words. It's really annoying. Maybe it's because you talk too much. That might also be the case. Okay, so... (laughs) Yes? 
Do we get to move on to the criticism? Yeah. Part? Right. Go ahead. Great. So. Do you have something planned to say? Walt Disney. Go ahead. So, Disney. Basically, they did a whole ton of stuff like this. Where they, you know, sort of had a movie. It did well. They made another one. Incredibles 2 is a pretty good good example. But, I mean, they sort of wrapped it up, but they had other stuff to get another story flowing. Right. With some other movies, they tied everything up, leaving no room for a sequel, and Disney still made them make a sequel. Can you give an example of one of those movies? I can't tell the difference between Disney and Pixar most of the time. It's fine. So As long as you know that Shrek isn't either. I don't know what happened with Shrek. Shrek is DreamWorks. Yeah. So, yeah. And cue hear that song from Shrek. Oh, and also... Frozen 2 might be something like that, because well, they did wrap up a lot of stuff in Frozen. Yeah, Frozen 2, you basically have to make a new story. Granted, it's been four years since I've seen Frozen. Yeah, but they still... Should we rewatch that? Maybe. <laughs> but still, they did tie up a lot of stuff. Right. The ending is a ending. It ends. Like, a lot of Disney movies. Tangled. Ends. I hope that they don't make a Tangled 2. Also, the name is a misnomer. Beauty and the Beast. Ends. They made a new one, but... two more. But, I mean, the live-action one, they didn't make a new story. That's fine. Okay. They just made it live no, action. Were... Like, a lot of the new Disney stuff. They're, They're... not coming up with new original content. Right. The Lion King, this is slightly off topic, but I guess we can make it into, like, Disney live-action remakes and studio-mandated franchises. Um, But yeah, The Lion King 2019 is visually stunning. Yeah. There's one shot that was recorded with an actual camera in the movie, and except for trivia, I would not have realized. What shot was that? It's the first scene of the sun coming up. Oh. Well, yeah, they did have a lot of good sunsets in that movie. Yes. But that first one is... It's real. It, they went to Africa recorded the sun coming up. So they just had one scene. One scene that was live action. The rest is all CG animation. But the CG animation is amazing. Right. It looks like the real thing. So I think that Disney did a good job on that one. They just they were focusing on the visual instead uh-huh. of the content. Yeah. They and also I... gave the little kids a new thing to be interested in. Because I know a lot of little kids who are like, yeah, The Lion King, now. Okay, I don't. Instead of, like... Yeah, 
two so, years. And I'm hoping that Disney takes the technology they've developed with The Lion King, with The Jungle Book, and make something original. Yeah, they could do that. But they, they decided to focus on the visual aspects, right, and, which I think might have made it better with the visual. It's stunning, but I want them to take those visuals that they have the ability to do now and use it to make an original story. I don't... Like, Mulan comes out March next year. I would be perfectly happy if that was the last Disney live-action remake. Yeah. It but the be. thing with Mulan is they already made sequels. So they're not looking for sequels right now. They made sequels to Mulan. They made sequels to Beauty and the Beast. They made sequels to The Lion King. They might have made sequels to The Little Mermaid. So I would like it if they elaborated on what they already had. Okay. Instead of creating I would new people. Because, like, Moana, it was great, but they also have, like, a thousand other Disney princesses. Right. Or they could have a gay Disney prince. What? It's a reference. Oh. Okay. So... Um, one moment. Okay, sorry about that. So, yeah, Disney has this whole trend of live-action remakes that's a problem and should go away forever. Well, I mean, they are making money. They're making so much money. They're just making all the money. And so long as we keep giving them money, they will continue to make these movies. Yeah, because the crowd likes them and the crowd gives them money. And even if the crowd doesn't like them, they're still giving them money, By and they will continue to, to give them money. They, the big studios, like, they care about the reviews and everything, but really what they care about is the box office numbers, the merchandising sales, how much money they get, how many people go to their theme parks. They don't care whether a movie is objectively good so long as it gets people in seats. Look I at mean, DC. Man of Steel, I think is what they called it, did pretty well. Batman v Superman, colon, Dawn of Justice, also did really well. It's a bad movie. It did well. Yeah. I mean, it's just because people are curious. Like, even if people knew that they didn't like Disney's live-action remakes, they might go see a live-action remake 
just right. and you have the story. The power that you have as a consumer is to speak with your money. Spend money on what you think is worth your time. And that will send a message to the studios, to the creative powerhouses, what you want to see. Going, seeing a movie, and then yelling about it online won't tell the studios anything. But yeah. The thing that made DC change their whole cinematic universe approach was Justice League bombing. Like, Wonder Woman did well. Really well. Justice League did not. A Wonder Woman sequel comes out next year. Yeah. It's been no word on anything relating to a new Justice League movie. Well, I mean, so really the people who have the power are uh, the first ones to see the movie. That opening what weekend. what they do is they go see the movie and then they can tell about it on like Common Sense Media. Yeah. You know, Rotten different tomatoes. sites that people go on to see if they should see this movie. Yeah, and they then can... if they give it a bad review, the people might not see the movie. Right. So you have power of the consumers if you go see it and then do it online, but the company just makes the money. money. And you're giving them their money. Because, I mean, nonetheless, people did go see Justice League because they didn't know that it was bad. There's no rewarding some so, people go. Justice League, in its opening weekend, made $94 million in North America. This is $2 million short of what the studio's estimates were. Justice League's budget was $300 million U.S. dollars. Its total box office was six hundred fifty-seven point nine million. That seems wrong, but okay. But that's barely any profit. I mean, they made money, but compare that to say, I don't know, even the Avengers. Um. It cost two hundred twenty million and made one point five billion. Jeez, that's a lot more profit than whatever that other movie was. And we just got another Avengers movie. More Marvel films are coming out. Black Widow is in May. Black Widow. I really want to see what they do with it because she's already dead. Uh, It's gonna be set. In between Civil War and Infinity War. And also, I don't get why they killed Black Widow off. Because, like, she was more of a character than Hawk. So, it's a thing. Live-action remakes 
are a thing. Studios listen when you don't pay them. They're not going online and reading the reviews. They're not watching the YouTube videos. So long as they get their money, they're going to keep doing what gives them money. This went wildly off track from the loose plan we had at the beginning, but that's fine. So, I think that we're about time to wrap up. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for listening. If um, this is your first episode listening, go back to the first season because... There's some more stuff there. Yeah, we also did an Endgame thing, so we said Endgame spoilers in that one. And we probably should put an Endgame spoiler thing at the beginning of this one because we did talk about Endgame. I'll do it. If you think that we have better audio quality than we have in any previous episode, it's because we have a new mic. We have a Blue Yeti stereo microphone. You're not supposed to advertise. I'm not advertising. They're not giving us money. They're not. advertising. It's product placement. (laughs) Um, we use Anchor to distribute our podcasts to whatever platform you are listening to it on now. We use Audacity to edit. Um, what else? product placement. (laughs) You can get in touch with us at siblingsandfandoms at gmail.com. Or send us a voice message at our website, anchor.fm forward slash siblings hyphen and hyphen fandoms. That's a weird address. It's a little weird. I should probably change it. It's just siblings and fandoms with hyphens separating the words. Okay. So, um, am I missing anything? There's a Google group. Um, email us to ask to join it. You can take part in fun discussions and be notified first when the episodes come out. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. I've been Noah. And this is Maddie. Wait, I've been? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, bye from Noah and Maddie. That sounds better than I've been. Bye! <laughs> if you cloggedy, audio cloggedy, audio cloggedy, think that we have better audio cloggedy.